It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Welcome back to Blue by 90. I'm Justin, joined by Jack and Kaylin. As always, we're on the Mason Brew podcast and YouTube network here. How are you guys doing? Mental health check. How's everybody doing over here? This it's it's supposed to be sunny, but it's actually only twenty five degrees. That like messed me up a little bit. Are you guys doing okay? Positive vibes only, man. Doing great. Just took a took the dog on a walk with the wife, and um, it was a little chilly, but sun was out. You know, I had my beanie on, had a coat on, and it was great. I'm feeling good. We got the what men's hockey? Did they win yet? Or are they in like the third They're- period now? They're like up seventeen to nothing in the third period. Fucking incredible um, football score. Not really, but they're up four. I think four it's still nothing. four nothing. Yeah, perfect. They're about to head to what? The Frozen Four. Frozen Four. Pretty much. Yeah. And then we got Frozen the women four. in the Elite Eight for the first time ever. I mean, I'm I'm good, man. I feel good. I don't think we've been, have we recorded it, since yeah. uh, the men lost. No, I don't no. think we have. So no. we'll have to touch on that. There's been like, I mean, it is like there have been a ton of sports. Uh, right. have been going on just for Michigan, let alone like obviously March Madness is still going on and hockey and all that stuff. Kalen, you doing all right? Hanging in there, man. As a as a Michigan fan, honestly, it's a pretty good weekend, all things considered, right? Women's hockey's just destroying them right now. I'd wish it was a little bit warmer outside. I'm gonna be honest, right? Yeah. Spring game coming up next weekend. I'm like, I, I wanna know. be yeah. out with my Hawaiian shirt on. But doesn't quite sound like it quite. If yet. you've got a Hawaiian parka, you might be wearing that. But um, there you go. Yeah, we might have to make some hoodies or something like that. Hawaiian um, hoodies. That's a, that's a good move. That'd be fire. That I was all over print on Printful. Our our girl Linda back in the day asked for those. I, I know. Think, and we couldn't figure Shout out. Shout out Linda. 
Yeah. We miss you. Where's Linda been? I think she just t- uh, tweets at Michael Spath now all the time. So <laughs> she's off the row bandwagon. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah. I think it was because I I told people to sit down or to not sit down at a game one time, and she was like <laughs> mad about that. So <laughs> sorry, Linda. Um. No, things are things are all. I mean, net positive for Michigan this this uh, weekend. I'd say. Um. It's tough because I think a lot of people out there put more weight into the basketball team than some of these other sports. But still, I think net positive, which is cool. Um, we can talk about the the men's basketball team in a minute here, but I want to talk about the women first and foremost. First Elite Eight in program history. KBA gets them there. Just what a turnaround from where this program was. I mean, I bet you – Half the people that are listening, and honestly myself included, really didn't know what was going on with the women's basketball program prior to KBA, what, six or seven years ago now? And now it's like, oh, Sweet 16, no big deal. We're on to the Elite Eight, and now you know they have a chance to be in the Final Four. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I'm like, I don't really know where what Michigan women's basketball was like six or seven years ago, so I'm assuming they weren't very relevant and now they are so kba just crushing it over there she's got them firing man she's got firing on all cylinders now so i love where they're at and i'm i'm you know kind of hyped to see where they go here yeah um so i i did look it up they had had like two or three win like ncaa tournament wins in program history before kba got here she took wow. them to the tournament in their first year. Then they had like, I think I'm sure there was some turnover in the roster and stuff like that. They had a couple of years where they were in the NIT. Then they won the NIT. Uh, and then since then they've been in the tournament every year and winning multiple games. So um, pretty cool for what they've been able to do. Um, but yeah, KBA has been here since 2013 and they're, so they're, they're, um, how they finished in each of those years is NCAA second round, NIT third round, semifinals, semifinals, NIT champions. Then, and since then, since 2017, 18, NCAA second round, NCAA second round, canceled, Sweet 16, Elite Eight. That's pretty fucking good. Trending in the right direction, man. Yeah. And I think, too, it's in a sport that is really hard for – a lower uh, a program that hasn't seen success to like break into it you know there's less uh there's less like what do you parody in women's college basketball than there is in football these days like there's the top five programs in the country that just dominate year in and year out and there's really there's a huge drop off so for them to like make that jump and keep climbing and and get into that top tier level is pretty cool too yeah, because what is it like? South Carolina, Tennessee, Baylor, Baylor UConn, UConn, obviously. Yeah, they they took Stanford a little bit of a break. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah. outside He's of making those, waves. Yeah, outside of those like five yeah. or six or whatever, it's like it, it's blowouts even in like the Elite Eight games for the most part. So, right. I mean, big for uh, it was big for us to have Baylor uh, get knocked out. We'll take it. Um, yeah, but uh, that South Dakota team was no joke either. Dude, they could play a little bit. They, I mean, I I only was able to see the first half, or I guess we all were only yeah. able to see the first half, and then uh, a little bit at the end. 
But uh, how about how about our girl LP, Layla Thalia? Too good, dude. She's a monster. Did she have twenty? She had to have had twenty. I think she had uh, in her in the twenties. Yeah. I mean, she's just a beast, dude. I can't wait to see what she continues to do and uh, what she ends up doing next year with Maddie, Nylon, Nolan coming back, and a okay. uh, couple other players that are still going to be around. I mean, KBA's got them in a good spot. Yeah, Layla with 14 points, two for three from uh, behind the stripe there. So, I mean, she only had 14. Yeah. It felt like she had 25. She must have only scored a really low scoring game. game. Yes. That's true. What we were watching, and it was like maybe, I don't know. I mean, she had 10 in the first half, I swear. I swear it was like 10 minutes into the game, and it was like three to two. Yeah, it really was. Like it was it was very low scoring. It was a lot of defense cuz I honestly like sometimes those in uh in some of these games it's like all right, nobody can score, but it was actually good D that that both teams were playing. And the thing that I loved about what uh what Michigan was able to do was that um South Dakota brought the the whole city. I think the whole state was there for South Dakota it seemed like <laughs> Obviously, I don't think they're – we said it was like a five- or six-hour drive to Wichita for them. So, it was. It felt like a home game for South Dakota. And they went on a couple runs, and the crowd was going, and we were able to fight through that. So, that was huge for those girls to do that in that big moment too. Yeah. Big-time players play uh, – but big-time games playing big <laughs> – something. There's a – Yeah. Totally. Know, Stick to positive vibes only. Yeah. yeah you, <laughs> Fool me you once, shame not- on you. Fool me twice – can't be fooled again, right? No. <laughs> that's, isn't that a, that's J. Cole. <laughs> that's George Bush, but also J. Cole. W. I know. I know it's George W. You cannot well, really you know, hate. I just told you. Uh, yeah, that's true. Thank you for that fun fact. You're welcome. Um, you can't really handle more than like one saying, though. So I, I definitely agree. Stick with positive vibes only. Three words. Make it yeah. easy. You know. Well, they, they got me, uh, they got the rights to me. Like, I can only say that slogan. The other, all the other ones I have to butcher. It's in my contract. Oh, it's in your contract. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting contract. Yeah. I don't, I was unaware of some of these contracts that we were signing. Kaylin, have you signed these? Um, I, I cannot confirm. They, they didn't want to offer it to either of you guys. You're not positive oh. vibes only enough. Oh, oh gotcha. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah, you're going to sign the uh, negative vibes only one. I'm on negative vibes only. They're actually sending you a name tag that says Nancy on it. <laughs> that that uh, in, it's in my contract, but I need to make sure that you wear it from here on out. So we got to figure that out. I couldn't even imagine negative vibes only. That's right, listen to Row Talk. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I uh, from the last uh, episode. I put that poll on Twitter and it was 70% that I was positive vibes. 30% of people yeah. said I was negative vibes. I demand a recount there. No, 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 no. I put it out there for the people. Yeah, that was a people. Florida ballot. Yeah, there's a couple it. hanging chats there. I don't know, George W. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Corruption. All right, let's get back on track here. What are we talking about? All right. Um, so, all right, let's talk about the men's team. Let's talk about the men's team. I... It turns out this is very wild. The team that was did very frustrating things all year 
did frustrating things in their final game. That's, you know, it was kind of mind-blowing to see that, but I, that that's how I described it. Yeah, I mean, that's not very positive vibes only of you, but it's accurate. Um, I, It was – trying to look up the box score right now because I was just so upset after that game that I can't remember who played well, who struggled a little bit. Um, I feel like Musa had like 35 turnovers, but apparently he only had two. Um, it felt like they were both right at the beginning of the game, and it was like he looked like that deer on ice that uh-huh. was like that, that couldn't figure out how to stand up. That's yeah. how Musa looked in the beginning of the game. Yeah, so he struggled a little bit. Um, Eli hit some big shots. I thought he played really well. Um I wish uh, we would have I, saw a little bit more T Will in the game over Brandon Johns, but you know, I just, what it is. Oh, I'm I am gonna be negative vibes only about this game. I'm just prefacing that. Okay. Um, first of all, Eli, I love Eli, and he played well during stints, but he also I think went like six of fourteen or something like that. If if that five it, it was 14. some five for fourteen. Damn. And so I just I saw that three of five and like for, from three. Yeah, though, and those are both kind of late. But I, man, I he did not have a great game. He did not have a great game, and and unfortunately, there were like they were open shots that he was missing too. It was still mid ranges, but um, yeah, oh, that damn. was tough. Yeah, and five then, fourteen, then Hunter going six of sixteen. Yeah, like you're just not going to be efficient. You're not yeah. going to win a win a basketball game that way. Yeah, they shot thirty four percent. Um, overall, and thirty—that's so three. bad. Yeah, not great. Fifty so percent of the free throws they hit. Yeah, you're not going to win a game like that. I'm shocked we only lost by eight. <laughs> That's what's so frustrating, though, because it was like the it's most like winnable game of all yeah. time. It's like, how are we still in this? We're playing the worst basketball I've ever seen in my life, and 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 then like they go out. Uh, Villanova played Houston today and beat the shit out of them. And Houston shot like one of 14 from three. So to me, I'm like, that could have been us if could've we didn't us. make a few layups. Yeah. I feel like, I don't know if it's just in my head now, but um, I feel like when they put up the NCAA tournament balls, Ant Wright was like, oh man, look, look at those balls. It looks like they're going to be a bunch of missed layups. I don't know if it was a texture on them or, or what it was, but um, I feel like there's been so many fucking missed layups in this tournament. And I feel like he's either in my head or it's like true. I, I think it's probably a little bit of both, but I I do agree that like um why how how is there not just a normal ball that everyone uses all year long instead of using like Michigan's home or whoever's the home team they use that ball and yeah. then they go to these fucking gym class like rubber but orange yeah. balls for the ncaa tournament and change everything when it all matters the most oh that is true oh man i mean i get it i like it during the season when it's like home away so there's like home you know home team advantage but then just to use like a stranger ball <laughs> at the fucking tournament like why wouldn't they just keep the same thing like the higher seed gets to use their ball Something like that, or like you know, I, I don't know. It's, it's super better than weird. these, yeah. Dunham's on sale ball yeah. to go get. That's what it felt like. I mm-hmm. so, yeah. I mean, I then you know definitely Brandon Johns. 
I don't know what – when he gets the ball on offense, I'm just like, what are you doing? What What are you doing? Like, I think he played pretty good D, actually, but he's, mm-hmm. an, he's an absolute liability on the offensive end. That And so my question is, what does Brandon Johns do that T-Will doesn't at this point? Got to be defense, I'd assume. Because well, T-Will is like- definitely the better offensive player. That's I don't think there's any question about that. Does it seem like Johns is like was being slowly pushed aside for T Will kind of all throughout the last stretch of the year though? It, it yeah, did then, seem like that, then but then that it. that game they fucking played Johns like more than minutes. ever. Yeah, I'm like I don't know what's going on. Yeah, seventeen minutes that. is insane for Brandon Johns. I am sorry. I feel like that's got to be a season high. In the, yes, in the, definitely. In the one game that like we need points. Like, all we're trying to do in the second half is score, like, once out of five times down the floor. And Brandon Johns is playing down the stretch. What What's going on here? Yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I, I, again, I like Brandon Johns. I think he'll be super talented. Or he has – he's got the potential to be super, super talented and mm-hmm. a solid NBA player just based off he's his size, his NBA, athletic. Bro. Hey, dude, you never know. You never know. He's not – I mean, he's not going to get drafted. He's not going to get picked up. But, like – you know, maybe he'll play overseas, get some confidence, come back, and you know, be an off the bench guy. I have high hopes for Brandon Johns, baby. Positive vibes only. That is the most reaching positive take I've ever heard in my entire. <laughs> I don't life. know, man. It's all between the years, right? He's got the athleticism. If he can get this figured I mean, out, I, I hope you're right. I hope you're right. I really. He was do. a he I was just... a high recruit coming in. Like everybody expected him to do great things. You know, what I've seen hasn't proven that quite yet. So. Been, I agree. I agree. But I, I'm saying I think if he can regain his confidence playing, you know, somewhere else and then come back and have it figured out, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know, man. It's been four years with two different coaches, so I'm not going to count on that. I'm not holding my breath till that happens. Oh, no. So I I was frustrated with that, but it was – I mean – just the main frustration was there was a literal lid on the rim. It was like, what, what is going on? How are we not putting these puppies in? And it ended up, I think, oh God, I'd have to go back and look at uh, the stat. Um, hold on. Let me pull it up real quick. I was going to say, that was, uh, that was like St. Peter's today. Like there was just balls going in and out. Yeah. That like what? made no Wait, sense. What? I mean, sometimes there's just that's just how the game is, right? Like, you couldn't buy a bucket, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't be. So they put a magnet in that rim. <laughs> Michigan went twelve of twenty nine on dunks and layups. That's insane. Like that's oh. just fucking insane. I blame the ball. Yeah, <laughs> and, and seven of fourteen at the free throw line. So and you lose That's by bad. eight. So there's seven free points right there. Let's say they shoot eighty percent, and you're at what? Probably twelve of 14, 11 of fourteen, something like that. Mm. And so let's say there's three or four points right there, and then two layups, two of seventeen layups and dunks needed to go back in, and a couple more uh, free throws, and it's a tie ball game. Yeah, That's frustrating. So I don't know. I don't know what the answer is then when I, I agree with you, Kalen, sometimes it just happens like that. And you're like, what do you do? What's the, what do you go to? 
because obviously Hunter's game wasn't really working. You know, he ended up with 15 and 15, which is, you know, it's crazy that he has 15 and 15. And I'm like, ah, he didn't have that good of a game. Um, (laughs) But when you go six for 16 from the, from the floor, then you're expecting a guy to, you know, score 22, 23. Yeah. So I, you know, I think we also have to go back, unfortunately, and point at Caleb Houston, too. Um, Not his best game. One for five from three. Uh, After scoring the first five points, he literally didn't score again. Yeah. Poor guy. That's a guy where I'm like, you know, obviously the talent's there. He just needs to get something together. And I think next year could be that time. Yeah. I think that's a guy, Jack, take your positive vibes and really push it on him because he could really turn it on. Well, yeah, again, another guy that's super talented that came in, you know, five-star guy. I think it was like top 10 or 15 recruit coming in. And he's he's shown flashes of him playing really well and being lights out shooter and being a little more aggressive around the boards. I, I think next year he'll have a big year um, because I think it was, what, Franz first year? I was like, yeah, he's good, but like, I mean, his I jump from that. freshman to sophomore year was fucking insane. I agree with that. So I guess that takes me to my next point. The way that I'm going to feel about this year depends a lot on who goes and, and who comes back, who leaves for the NBA and who stays. I, mean, um, I think it's only going to be Hunter. I don't think Musa or Caleb will leave. They might test the waters like Hunter did and get like feedback and then come back. That's what I'd expect them to do, but uh, I don't see them actually going. Yeah, I don't see Musa going for sure. And who else would even Caleb Houston? Yeah, that's a that's a no. So I uh, I think it's just Hunter to be honest. I I if I was just going by what I was watching with my two eyes, with my knowledge, I would one hundred percent agree with you. But you have a lot of knowledge. You got a big old head. I do have a big head, but Musa's been on NBA draft uh, draft mock mock drafts. That's what it is. He's been on the mock drafts, so I bet you, I could see them going. And and you know Caleb too, because there's an argument that you're you will develop better as a G League player, making you know fifty or hundred k or something like that when you're only focused on basketball. There's an argument for that. Yeah. I agree. Um, where did they have Musa going in the mock draft? It was late second round, so yeah, he was barely I, in there. But yeah, I mean, you're missing a huge payday if he can, you know, improve at Michigan, maybe some NIL money, and then you know become a first round pick. I mean, that's a huge difference in signing bonus. I'd assume. I don't really know how the contracts work in the NBA, but um, I know for football and baseball, it's you know. That's a great kind of how it works. Like, what's the benefit to going to the G League if you have maybe some good NIL deals in college? Well, I think that's definitely changed the game. And that was the G League was kind of I I think it was a big reason why they pushed to have NIL because yeah, I agree. All of a sudden, these guys out of high school were getting million dollar G League deals, and the NCAA is like, hold up, hold up, hold up. We want these guys in our organization. Let's try and get them paid. Mm-hmm. So I, I do think that that helps to keep guys in school, but I think that the G league also in itself has expanded 
so that there are like there are G League teams that are uh, that are like a minor league of the teams. There's also G League developmental teams. That's what like these guys can go on to, and and because Caleb Houston's still like 19, he can go on to this one of one of these developmental leagues, which is like for the guys right out of high school. You know, spend your entire year and all your time working on basketball, get paid for it, and then you know move on, and and then you can actually get drafted out of the G League development. So how much do they pay them in in that league though? Depends on the guy. I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to tell you, but some of those dudes, some of the big names out of high school were getting million dollar like developmental deals. For the developmental league or like the G League they, G League. They play for like the Ignite, which is the developmental league. Okay. All I'm saying, I, I don't think – I think that Musa, both Musa and Caleb Houston could very much benefit from one more year in school. But I'm just saying, don't be surprised if you see them – you know, I think they're definitely going to test the waters, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be I think surprised you, I think if you they have don't to. come back at all. I think they test the waters, and I think they come back. I feel pretty confident about that. Like, I just yeah. think of, like, Hunter, right? Like, last year I thought he played really well, and – he went and tested the waters and came back. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, the bar must be really high then. I can see that. I can mm-hmm. see that argument too. So I think back to my original point to end this though is if if those both those guys come back, then I think Michigan reloads to an extent. And then I'm like, okay with how this year went. And like, all right, now I'm looking for the you know forward to next year. If they leave, or even one of Caleb and Musa leaves, I'm gonna be like, "Damn, that's all we got out of those two. And I think then it's fair to be, like, be this year is a, is not like a rebuilding year; it's like a disappointment. I uh, I agree with the first thing you said, like, "Dang, that's all we got out of them," kind of thing. Um, I think I'd be a little disappointed just with that, but I mean, again, dude, Michigan's been recruiting really, really well. So I'm I'm curious to see what these other guys can look like. Yeah, I think that's a good take, right? Like, if these if they leave, then I would be kind of disappointed in what could have been done. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean that's that's I'm just saying because I think that if if it was like oh these two guys were just kind of like just getting into it, they're going to make that next step. That means Michigan next year is going to be very good. But if they leave, then that means Michigan's going to be what they were this year or possibly worse without Hunter Dickinson, right? So that it could always that be better. Be it could always be better. You don't know. I, I would if, – if all three I mean, of look those – the freshmen we got coming in. Look at the guys that were freshmen this year that are going to be sophomores. I mean, it'll be a really young team, but I think they'd still be fucking talented. Wait, you got Jed Howard and uh, Terrace Reed, Terrace Reed, some Glenn, uh, something Glenn, Greg Glenn. Greg Glenn. I think all these guys are like forwards or uh, centers. I think Terrace Reed's a center. So you got some height coming in. You already got some athleticism with the young guys, and even like a junior, you know, a, uh, he'll be a junior T. Will and a junior uh-huh. Jace Howard. Even yep. honestly, yeah. So you got that leadership that sticks around and um, 
I'd be excited either way, man. You got me on a little bit of a positive vibes train there. It wasn't much. It was for a good three, four Sneak. seconds. But a little nudge. A little, little nudge. nudge. I, that, was, that was good for your contract. That was good for your contract there. Slowly but surely, you, you'll get a tattoo later this year. <laughs> if, we, if we beat Ohio State again and win the Big Ten, I'll get a positive vibes only tattoo. Will you get it on your lip like this? Yeah. Really? Right. 100%. Yeah. I'll clip that. Save it. Clip that for me. I'll get it with you. 20, 26, 30. 26 yeah. minutes, 30 seconds. Clip that. Positive eyes only look tattoo. If you're listening out there, also send that to us on Twitter and, and please hold me to it. Um, You know what? I, are we done with basketball now? Yeah, we can move on to, uh, to hockey. Well, I was going to move on to land hockey. I watched lacrosse for the first time in my life <laughs> when the women's team was playing uh, Northwestern. Yeah. Dude, lacrosse is kind of fun to watch. Like it's there, it's like nonstop. It's and super like, fun. And they score. So it's not like soccer where it's like kind of boring. Yeah, they they'll they'll have games that are like 15, 14. Yeah, like it, it it's pretty high scoring. So it, it's uh pretty exciting, fun to watch. I want to get out and watch a game. And uh it's pretty physical. I didn't realize how physical it was. I mean, girls are just fucking hitting each other with their sticks and like cross-checking e- each other and stuff. I'm like, damn. They got pads yeah. and gloves on and everything, so no, not the women. Oh, the, not women, the women. So the women aren't. This is the dumbest rule in all of sports, I think. Men are allowed to check each other. It's like hockey, where you can basically hit yeah. somebody as hard as you can. The okay. women, you literally aren't allowed to like touch anybody. I don't know. So, it's still pretty physical out there. Well, it's physical with the sticks and they bump, but like you yeah. can't like launch yourself into somebody. So I was gonna put that up on Twitter and see what the difference was between men's and women's lacrosse and why they had so much less protective gear on them. But that makes sense now. Now it makes yeah. you want to watch men's lacrosse. Because I know men's lacrosse, they have the like half like shoulder pads and stuff, and yep. they yeah, I mean, they have no fucking full helmet. Full yeah. helmet. Yeah, they yeah. those guys don't play. The girls just wear goggles. Uh, right. I, I don't know, like to I'm me, like, I'd be wearing a fucking full helmet. <laughs> seems sexist of the NCAA. I don't want to call out Mark Emmert, but here it is. Hey, take it. I see your side. I see your point. Um, um, so that was fun. I'm, I'm a lacrosse fan now. And what was the result famous? of that uh, that game? They lost, man. They were tied um, early in the second half. And uh, then Northwestern kind of just pulled away after that. But what I did learn is Northwestern is a field hockey powerhouse and their current coach for Michigan played at Northwestern and won four straight natties when she was there. Four straight natties. Holy shit. (laughs) So she's like a badass, And apparently she's like turning the Michigan uh, lacrosse program around. So both um, men's and women. So seriously. So they have not been around for that long. Like team one for Michigan men's lacrosse was probably five, six years ago. That really? First, yeah, yeah. I knew lacrosse would be like fairly new, but I thought it, they'd have at least a decade under their under their belt. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure it's it's pretty recent, and they've turned it oh. around like really quickly in those in the program history. So, uh, it's same for women. Women were not great. Not That's too what long they were ago. Yeah. So, so I'm a lacrosse. I'm a lacrosse fan, dude. Like now, I'm like spring is exciting. We got softball, we got baseball, we got lacrosse now, uh, soccer. Do we have soccer as well? Is that a spring or fall sport or both maybe? 
fall. I thought. But, I think um, uh, men is in the fall. I believe women's is in the spring, but I'm not totally okay. sure on that. But I mean, I'll tell you what, man. Softball, obviously, they're like a powerhouse. They're going to be super fun to watch. This baseball team, I feel like I see a highlight every fucking day of them hitting home runs. And they went back to back to back to back. Four straight. Four straight. Here's the exciting thing, too. Just hit a 420-foot home run to right field. Just fucking roped it. Unreal. I mean, I think he's had, like, home runs in two or three straight games. That guy's on a hot streak, man. Like, if you're the pitcher on the other team, what do you do? You just gave up four home runs. Four straight. I'm like, I don't. I'm at that point. I'm just either you either go and just try and walk people, or you just you're like, all right, all I got to do is I, I'm trying to throw a strike here. And that, that's just... it. This has happened to me before. It was freshman <laughs> year, freshman baseball pioneer, and uh, that's when Miller was still playing baseball and he was catching. And we were playing Bedford, oh. and they just got these fucking country, you know, thick farm boys on their team. Oh yeah, and um, I think it was back to back to back home runs they hit off me and uh our coach at the time coach moffett fucking dude cracks me up but um he uh asked miller he's like dude what are you calling you gotta change up the pitches he's like dude they hit one off a fastball one off a change up and one off a curveball what do you want me to do and i'm just like at that point i'm like i just just hope i throw a strike and they swing and miss you know like (laughs) it's not not a great feeling i'll tell you that (laughs) no i i mean i've i'm i wasn't a pitcher but i have been the catcher there. I've been Miller, and it's like, bro, what do you want me to do here? I don't know. And that's when I literally will just start going like fastball straight down the pipe and just calling that like, hey man, like let's just hope they hit it straight to somebody. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's 378 feet, if it stops at the warning track, it's an out. Yeah. Hey, you know? I'll take it. it. Stays in the ballpark. That's okay with me. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad it was our guys. Yeah. Yeah. The only thing is they it, – it is a very exciting game. They hit four straight and then gave up like seven runs in the next inning or something like that. I know. I was like, what the fuck happened? It was like 13 oh. to 7, the immediate next inning. Hockey just swing, Kalen? 5-3 now. Oh, oh shit. Are they, are they going uh, – no. There's about three and a half minutes left. It was, it was 4-3, but uh, Quinnipiac went – with a sixth man on the ice. So oh, they had they, an empty they pulled net. their goalie. Yeah, and uh, we just went and scored on Look them. at you talking hockey. Yeah, check that what out. Line? Wait, so it was what line four scored? Three? What's that? It what was 4-3 because we oh, just I scored. I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was 4-3. I Like, all of a sudden, I turned the game on. It was 4 nothing, And then just through the course of us talking, <laughs> 30 minutes here, it became 4-3. Wow. Holy. How about awesome. how about scoring on an empty net to to possibly put your t- put your uh, team in there? Love yeah, it, fucking love it, love it. Um, I do. We got to talk about the softball team. What what can we do? They're they're on a cold streak right now. Three losses this past week. Are they? Yeah, they they dropped one to Miami of Ohio in the midweek, mm. and then uh, they were supposed to have three this weekend. Second one got or the third one got canceled, but they lost twice to uh to Nebraska on Friday night. Oh shit! So, I mean, we can probably go talk to them. I guess like pep talk. You think positive vibe only? Maybe they're very negative. Maybe they, they've been listening to me. Yeah, unfortunately, you know they they may be that that could be true. Um, yeah, maybe I don't know. Maybe it's you know try to do a team shotgun. 
you know, keg stands before the game, like loosen that. up, loosen up. I like that. You know, I I always play better when I do beer league softball when I'm a little bit drunk. So, you know, True. I don't There's know how that would equate there. to like competitive softball, but uh, I, I would assume it, you know, if, if you're in a cold streak, try anything. Try anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, do we think that like Jacqueline's playing bad music? Um, I, I can't say that because she's always been a great DJ from True. what I have seen. True. So that would, that would be, uh, I don't, I don't think that could be the case, but it could, you know, maybe she's on a cold streak. <laughs> maybe <laughs> she's got it. You know, what always gets me out of the cold streak. And when I've got the ox cord, pump it up. It's true. Always classic. When What's the actually did play pump you... it up when they tied him, tied up with uh, Northwestern seven, seven. Ooh, I, I like that. that heard that on the TV. Like that a lot. Um, if you've got the aux cord at a party, at a function, at something, and yeah, do you have like a go-to song that you're like, this is a hit no matter what, and people so, will love it? So I actually just found a new song. Um, hold on. Let me play a little bit of it. But I found it on like Instagram Reels. You hear it? You still make my heart beat fast, Ferrari. With me in the wave, but in the morning. Do you still want me? Hold on. Can I be honest? I still want your hands up on my body. I don't know. That's pretty fucking bangs, dude. When the beat drops, it's just like, hold on. I'll try to keep talking until it drops. But also, here's, here's oh, the thing is that Nobody knows that song. That's not gonna hit at a party. That's what it is. Nobody People are like, oh shit, up. what's this? Like, oh shit, what's this? And then they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, I feel it now, huh? That's a tailgate right there. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I'm talking about taking back to sophomore year, going to sweeps. <laughs> that comes on. Oh shit! I'm about to get me another another pitcher of beer for two dollars. You know what? <laughs> I was I was at Sir last night, and why would you go back there? Long story. Those Somebody $10 beer. Long yeah, story. I I'm addicted to eight dollar Bud Lights. You just have like a Napoleon complex. You got to go in there and show people you can spend stupid amounts of money on booze. I I actually I went back to be like, did they? Did they fix these prices? They were they they must have been wrong. Like, <laughs> this can't possible. We're we're in Ann Arbor. We are not in Nashville or Las Vegas. Oh, like, what's man. happening? Uh, no, the real the real story was somebody puked at Pretzel Bell, so we had to go to Cirque. I thought you guys were going to Heidelberg. <laughs> well, yeah, that was the problem. You go for oh, a boot at Heidelberg. It doesn't end well. Then you go sit in the bottom in the basement of Pretzel, watching people play ping pong back and forth, and you the spins come, and, and all of a sudden you're. Was it you? Did you? It was not me. It was, was it the birthday me. boy. It was. Uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Or last whatever it was. Yeah. That guy. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um, good for him. Yeah. All of a sudden you're like you know not making it into the bathroom and causing a scene at Pretzel. Hey, so, you know. Not to not to name people or anything, but there was a guy that used to be on this podcast, and you know we went out to Rick's for his birthday one time, and you know 
another member that is on the show right now, you know, may have been with me. We may have witnessed him, you know, puke into his shirt. And we may have gone up to a bouncer and be like, hey, some random dude just like threw up on the dance floor. I don't know if you guys want to clean that up or not. Um, and, you know, and then we had a good time after. So, but yeah, I, I've been a part of one of those situations. We definitely, we definitely just like acted like it wasn't any of us and we just dipped immediately. So, <laughs> you didn't even tell anybody? Well, there were people already on the scene. They were, oh, they good. Were, All right. Yeah. And yeah, you're, you're straight. You can dip. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows that, you know, if you're in the group, your job is to go, who did this? Exactly. Like you have no clue. <laughs> exactly. It's like that uh, from uh, Super Bad when he's in the liquor store. <laughs> he <laughs> he like drops it. <laughs> Sir, did you do this? <laughs> no, you should really like get somebody to clean this up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Was that Fogel or uh, Jonah Hill? That, that was McLovin, yeah. McLovin. Okay. Yeah. And, and the, the liquor store employee just goes, fuck my life, and cracks one of the beers and starts chugging. <laughs> oh, man. That was such a classic movie. Oh, Dude, my God. fucking um, super bad, stepbrothers. Hangover. Um, hangover, role models, role models. Oh, role, role models. models. Awesome one. Yeah. I yes. love role models. That's like a slept on one. I don't it feel is, like it's talked about as much as a super bad does. That's one of those rare Stifler ones. And, uh, Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, Paul Rudd. It's one of those rare ones where Paul Rudd's being an asshole. I feel like every movie is such a nice That's guy. That's true. He's usually I, the good guy. I just love that they LARP in the end. Oh, it's <laughs> incredible. Shit's fire. We should LARP. We should do a LARP tailgate. <laughs> That would bring out the people. That would bring out the people. It would be fucking incredible. Do you guys ever wonder? I'm always wondering when I'm watching a movie like Role Models where there's a kid just saying incredibly inappropriate things. I'm like, what is this kid like? How do they tell that kid to say that? Like, how does that go? And how does this kid live from from now on? Is he just like a potty mouth forever? Or what happens there? That is wild. You know, I I do kind of think about that sometimes. I'm like... So they're telling this kid who's acting like they're literally we're watching them take away his innocence. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's even better than that, though. Right. Because like you're on a set and the director isn't like sitting right next to you. He's sitting way back here where he can watch in a monitor and then he's got a megaphone. So he's going. (laughs) Yeah. Say, you know, yeah. Say, you know, I uh, what, what does he say? Uh, sometimes I call myself the booby master or something <laughs> like that, right? And he's like, you know the, yeah. What the you God? know the saddest part about that is these these kids' parents are just like selling the fucking innocence of their child for like <laughs> literally, like they just don't give a fuck. Oh my <laughs> yeah, God. tell them to say, tell them to say, bitch. You know, that's oh, fine. Oh yeah, just wire so wire me that twelve dollars. You know? So Timmy, we got you a new job. You're gonna do this. Oh, cool. What is, am I on Barney? Am I on like Blue's Clues? No, you're going to say fuck on role models. <laughs> yeah, you're in the new American pie. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. That's, oh, that's oh, good. That was a good tangent. That was yeah. a good tangent. I, like I have no idea how we got there. But, I, but it was fun. I liked that one. Yes, oh. but- Anyways, role models is slept on. Yeah. Very slept on. <laughs> yes. Very slept on. So, all right, hockey team. I, I, I don't know these hockey uh, like these players like on a personal basis. Like I haven't seen them in interviews as much. 
I hope they're just shit talkers because they're so good. It's, I mean, they should be. I know that ended up being a closer game than it, you know, than we thought it was going to, but like they can score. Luke Hughes can literally just skate in between people whenever he wants. <laughs> There's so many talented guys. What was it? It was uh, four of like the top five draft picks in the NHL were on Michigan's team last year, and like three of them returned or something like that. Yeah. Like, it's stupid. And you look at all these, like, when the Olympics are going on, half their team's gone because they're on the fucking Olympic team. And like, they went, they, like, they also still went, like, 5-0. and oh, oh, Right. Like, good teams. Right. <laughs> well, I was telling, uh, I was telling Kalen before you hopped on, too, when it, when they were up 4 nothing, three of the four goals were by their fourth line. And That's if you don't know about line Thank changes you. and shifts in hockey, that means it's their fourth best player basically at each position and they get the least minutes out of anybody on the team uh that actually get in and they still were scoring like at will so that's what i don't know and i was kind of thinking about too do they try to like even out the lines so it's not like you know all first string all second string all third string all fourth string i feel like it would have to be evened out a little bit I think a little bit they do yeah but i i don't think i don't think as much as you're you're thinking but I think it's more so it's – well, shifts are only 45 seconds, which is crazy to me too that, like, they get on and off that quickly. But, like, I think what they'll do is, like, they'll have the first uh, sh- first line and second line. They'll For every line that, like, the fourth line gets, they get two or three or something like that. They yeah. just get more shifts. So that fourth line is only on there, like, a couple times a game when the first couple lines need a breather. I think it's interesting. I'll take too. your word for it. I'm assuming you're wrong, but I'll take your word for it. That's okay. I think it's interesting too in hockey, and we were talking about this earlier, um, that the schools that are good are like schools I've never heard of, right? <laughs> like Michigan Tech. They're like, going to play University uh, of North Dakota, University of Denver in this next game in mm-hmm. the Frozen Four. Like what? <laughs> I mean, even even who they're playing right now, Quinnipiac. Like, yeah. Just go straight into. Is that in Canada? I can only assume it's in Canada. I mean, you could tell me it's in Brazil, and I'd be like, okay, <laughs> I have no clue. Except um, I, I don't think there's any hockey below the equator, so okay. that's why we're, we hear a lot of these teams too. It's all like snowy state. It's all like teams from Minnesota or North Dakota, in Connecticut, and Michigan. What the fuck? Or Northeast? Yep, because you got like Boston and. Those teams out there. Boston I was for sure that they were in like Ontario. Well, they wouldn't be in Canada, right? They wouldn't. There's not really like a cross country. Yeah, I know, I but right I, felt, I feel like hockey's weird enough that like that would be the sport that it <laughs> had. Good point. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could see that too. Yeah, like honestly, the craziest thing was that Western Michigan played in the Elite Eight game right before Michigan. Western's like, very good hockey team, They're too. very good, but it's just like these small schools all up in the north and, and you know, northeast, midwest. It's crazy. But yeah. I kind of love hockey because of that, too, though. It's just, like, so random. Dude, we got to start watching more hockey and land hockey. I'm going to be a Michigan land hockey guy. I feel like... Here's the problem with you saying land hockey. There's an actual sport called field hockey that is land hockey. Well, that's why I differentiated it. It's called land hockey. 
aren't the rules of ice hockey the same as the rules of soccer just on ice? That's yeah. what I get with offsides and stuff in the blue line. Blue line, yep. Yeah. So the difference between so like soccer and hockey, like soccer is the hockey version of land hockey. Okay. This might get confusing, but stay with me. Soccer, you know, the, say it again. So like soccer is like the hockey of land sports. Okay. Was that okay. a little bit smoother? There you go. It's like low scoring games, typically um, very rare, high scoring games, whatever. Now, land hockey, not to be confused with soccer or field hockey, also known as lacrosse, I think of that as more like land hockey because it's a little bit more physical, right? Like it's a little more like hockey. It's a little more physical. Um, but it might even be better than hockey because of all of all the scoring. You know, it's a little bit more exciting. So, I don't know. I got to start watching. I've, I've never seen a men's lacrosse game, so I kind of have to go to a men's lacrosse Men's game. lacrosse is fun. They do drill each other. Like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, that's what I love in hockey. Like, when Heather and I were in Grand Rapids and we went to the Griffins game, you know, we saw um, the Griffins won. We saw a couple goals, saw a couple fights, saw some people get laid out, you know, hit all the hit all the check marks. So, if that's what's happening in lacrosse, then I'm down. I'm in. I'm in for it. I just need to, like, clip that segment of whatever you just said before that land high that was I like, felt a, like like i had snoop like, dog or something like <laughs> i don't know that was like a deep web youtube like uh rabbit hole or something where it's just like <laughs> the guys are not making sense whatsoever but you're like <laughs> i'm gonna revive the blue by 90 youtube channel and just do start a series about yeah. land hockey you need like a whiteboard right so <laughs> land hockey is yeah. <laughs> that strings and fucking shit flying all over the basement <laughs> connecting the dots oh my well, god so what if wow. you use a lacrosse stick on the ice see it's a whole nother level then it becomes fuck i don't know Ice lacrosse? It's like Inception hockey. Yeah. Dude, that would be kind of lit, though, because, I mean, the ball would just Ice be soccer? 100 miles an hour. <laughs> like, they'd be whipping it. Think about it skipping. Well, that's what they the do. Ice. Some of these guys can hit Oh, I know they do now, but it's le- – in turf. I, Are we going back to the 1940s? Polo? You said they do now. I don't know what you're comparing it to because you're old. <laughs> what? <laughs> I make myself. You I thought me. it was funny. I make myself that laugh. Good. Anyway, go ahead. You, you drilled that. That one hurt deep. Stuck the landing there. Yeah. Um, no, but I'm saying like if they whip a, a lacrosse ball like off the ice, it's just gonna speed up. Honestly. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. We. This has gone off the rails so yeah, so far. This. It's okay. <laughs> so far. Unless we have anything um, good to talk about. No, I don't really have anything good. Michigan's in the Frozen Four uh, in the Elite Eight. So they this is coming out Monday morning. Uh, Michigan women's basketball plays at 8 p.m. Or sorry, 9 p.m. on Monday night. So that'll be a, a fun 9 fun Eastern time or Central time? I believe it's Eastern time. I think it's 8 yeah, Central. 8 Central. Deal. That's the issue. Um, uh, yeah, just one more midweek. Uh, 9 p.m. game for us basketball fans here, just right to the gut. Um, 
And then um, I don't know when hockey plays now. When's the Frozen Four? Next weekend, I I can only assume. I think it's April 7th is what they just said. They what? Off. Holy shit. That's wild. Um, Very possible. I was well, I guess. the wrong thing. No, yeah. Wow, two weeks off. Huh. Man, I guess it's like college football playoff. Four nine is the championship. Yeah. Four seven is the uh, the ne- their next game. Yeah, wow, so two weeks. Wow, that's kind of crazy. So, um, where's all it right? At? Well, where they play it at? Boston. Uh, yeah, Boston. Oh shit, Boston, Boston. Never been to Boston. So they got Denver. It's all ones and two seeds. Three one seeds and one two seed in the. Uh, in the championship here in the frozen four. So wow. kind of wild. Uh, Louisville is going to be a tall task with these girls. I, I'll tell you that. But if there was ever a team to, to live up to it, that'd be awesome if they could. So That's right. um, I'd love for, for that to happen. Uh, and then more baseball, softball, land hockey, field hockey, lacrosse, all coming at you too. Um, also the spring game. So we'll have some content coming out this next week about the spring game. We also – Wings game, the Red Wings game, April fifth, I believe. Um, so a week from tomorrow, right? Yep. So not this week, but next week. But if you want to come to the Wings game with us, just uh, go to the link in our bio on our Instagram, uh, and you can um, you can buy those tickets there and come with us. That'll be a good time. And then, like I said, we've got some big things coming out this week for uh, for with some football guys and some new athletes, some breaking news for you. Uh, so that'll be exciting. I'm, uh, we've got a lot coming at you here. So thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it. Go blue. Go blue.